Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hi, welcome <laughs> back to Connection with Brian and Nicole. And for week three, she liked us enough to come back <laughs> from the Amazon <laughs> Jungle Chin. Yay! Ooh, ooh, ooh. Walk, walk, walk. <laughs> Welcome. Thank We're so you. glad you're here. I love it here. Yes. <laughs> God is so you're good. You're going to want to come check out the last two weeks with that her because she had some amazing testimonies. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, last week I had on some good makeup and it didn't <laughs> run down my face. But go check them out yeah. at connectionshow.org mm -hmm. and check out Jungle Jen at standoutministries.com. So last week, you told us a very touching and mm. just heart-wrenching story yeah. about a little boy named Jose yes. who was willing to give up his prized pair of shorts for a Bible yeah. and had me in tears. I did very good and held it together. <laughs> but you left us sitting on the edge of our seats and there was a follow-up. There is, and it's a funny story. I love it. Wonderful. So we go from tears of sorrow, you know, <laughs> or just tears grief to tears of laughter, which is awesome. I hope my mascara is waterproof. <laughs> <laughs> so I did promise Jose I would get him a Bible, and I good. held to that promise. The next time I was in the city, I was able to get Jose his very own children's Bible. Awesome. And he loved it. And then just a couple weeks later, after giving him that Bible, I had to leave the community to come back to the United States for a little while. And while I was back here, I realized that I have an entire Amazonian community, many of whom have given their lives to the Lord, but they don't have any Bibles. Mm. They had just a couple of Bibles and then little Jose's Bible. Right. And I began to tell the story to a few people here in the United States. And they said, well, you have to go back. You have to give all the Jose's a Bible. Mm -hmm. And Christmas was coming up and just money started to pour in Glory God's provision God. yeah. for me to buy Bibles for people in Jose's community. And so I flew back to Brazil, went into a Bible distributor in Manaus, which is a large city, mm -hmm. and I just said, give me what you've got. <laughs> and they were able to pack into my canoe 233 wow. Bibles. Hallelujah. It was That's awesome. Nice. And you didn't sink. And I didn't Impressive. sink. That's Praise good, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So I packed them all into my canoe, started to go up river, and of course, there's no way to let these people know that I'm coming. Yeah. It's the Amazon jungle. I guess you maybe... You can't just pick up a phone call? No, I guess smoke signals. I yeah. could have tried that. I don't know this. No text but messages. No, 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 no internet to connect. No. <laughs> so I'm going up river, and I'm super thrilled in my heart that I get to give out all of these Bibles to the people of Jose's community for Christmas. I thought, how special oh, to get awesome. to teach them about Christmas yeah. using Bibles. Well, as the canoe pulls up, guess who is sitting at the water's edge? Little Jose. Of course, right? <laughs> Little Jose is sitting there with his Bible in oh. his hands. Before my canoe even stopped, his eyes connected with my eyes. And his eyes got like this big. He jumped up held up his Bible and said, Missionary, I'm finished with this one. I'm ready for the next one. <laughs> like that's he awesome. was ready. He had oh, read that thing wonderful. through and through multiple times. And wow. as I mentioned before, awesome. the Lord healed him of his learning disabilities. He then healed his heart from the loss of his father, his father mm -hmm. not being in the home. 
And Jose, little Jose at that time, now 17 years old, <laughs> wow. became the man of that house. Aww. And he led that house and our church services too. He became a leader in our house church. Wow. He led a Bible study. Man. He yeah. just became a man after God's own heart. Praise I, God. I'm so oh. looking forward yeah. to hearing stories about him in years to come. Yeah. Knowing that it wasn't long ago but when that happened mm -hmm. and then watching what the Lord yeah. does. That's going to be so awesome. Yes. And, uh, so, you know, she just described going up that river and, <laughs> and, you know, finding yourself there on the bank with Jose. So we just wanted to take a minute here. Let's watch a video of Standout Ministries and a little bit of where they're at, what they're doing, so you can see, uh, kind of get a feel for it, place you there in that moment. So let's watch this video. So. That was awesome. I love that. So yeah, it's such a fun. cool video. So yeah. I love the scenery there. That that's just that sticks out to me every time. Yeah, it's really beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. It is. So. It is. I bet it's not always sunny down there. No, we have <laughs> um, we have rainy season, yeah. and they say uh, rainy season it rains twice a day, dry season it rains once a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have rain, but we also have the sunshine, and that's spiritually as well as physically. Yeah. We yeah. get to see a lot of highs and a lot of lows that yeah. happen. Do you have any idea, I'm putting you on the spot here, but yeah. do you have any idea how much rainfall per year they get? Well, I don't know how much rainfall the Amazon gets because yeah. it varies depending on the area, okay. but I can tell yeah. you that the river rises and falls on an average year 60 feet. Good gracious. A massive amount of water. That is. Yes. Great wow. Day. And it, most of it comes from the Andes. So when the yes. Andes melts, melts, it floods the river. Wow. And under normal circumstances, the houses are built on stilts. So they're prepared for that. Gotcha. But a couple of years ago, we got 120 feet. Good gracious. We literally canoed by rooftops of the houses of our communities. Wow. Absolutely wow. tragic. I would imagine that the majority of the communities are built on the river there. Is, they that, are. is that correct? Yeah. yeah, easy access to water. And yeah. even though we wouldn't consider that to be good, clean water, yeah. it is still their life. It's still sure. their right. livelihood. It's what they use to bathe with, to wash with, to drink, to cook with. Yeah. And so yeah. they build as close as possible. Well, yeah. 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 Amen. Amen. Well, um, 
I know you you've got some stories just from being down there, and uh, you got you've seen the power of God, and yes. uh, just tell us some more about that. Yeah, I just want to really encourage the listeners as well as you and your church that to expect the unexpected. Yeah. God loves to use the unexpected, and just look throughout Scripture, all of those people were very unexpected. I mean, yes. Mary, very unexpected. Yeah. Moses, yeah. unexpected. And a single white female in the middle of the jungle, very unexpected. Yeah. We like to pigeonhole and put labels on people who we right. think God should choose. Yeah. But yeah. let me tell you, like little Jose, God likes to use the unexpected. Yeah. And yeah. he likes to work in ways that we could never ask for or imagine. Yeah. Um, we had a really neat incident recently where I had a team from the United States. There are actually people who come with me. Yeah. <laughs> shocking. <It's> amazing. <laughs> and I brought them all back, too. <laughs> yes. Also shocking. Win, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> but I had a team that came with me because I really had on my heart that we were supposed to plant a church in a certain Amazonian community. Now, this community is six days away via boat. You can only get there via boat. Wow. And so these were hardcore missionaries that were coming with me. They yeah. were in it. Like, they were excited for this. Yeah. But I told them when we arrived, I said, you need to stay down here in the boat because I really don't know what to expect up there. Mm -hmm. We had gotten an idea that this would be a good place to go, but again, we're walking into the unknown. Sure. So I grabbed one of my Amazonian partners, someone from another community, and he and I went up to find the chief's house. We found the chief's house. We knocked on the door. The chief came. He looked at me. He looked me in the eyes. Then he looked me up and down. And then he said, well, where are the other white ones? <laughs> now, this was a little unnerving for me because I didn't know if he was going to welcome them or take their heads. Like, I really wasn't sure at this point. Yeah. So I didn't want to be like, oh, they're right down there in the boat. <laughs> you don't want to give them up, right? Yeah. And I said, um, I'm, I'm sorry, sir, what do you mean the other white ones? And a man who didn't know God, who had never really even heard of God, said, Well, Jesus appeared to me in my dream last night, and I know it was him. He told me you were coming, and he told me that you would have other white ones with you, and that my people were to listen to you and whatever they had to say. So where are they? <laughs> Well, Glory yes, sir. All right. Hallelujah. I said, they're in the boat. I'll go get them. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, I'm willing to give them yeah. up. Yeah. Though he didn't really seem that friendly about it, yeah. he still knew for a fact, and I think that's so cool, that a man who did not know God yeah. in mm -hmm. his dream knew, and he named Jesus by name. Glory. Jesus awesome. met me in my dream that's so good. and told me to listen to you. And I just love how he uses the unexpected, something yeah. I know that I've heard other stories of that, yeah. of God meeting people in dreams and visions, but it never happened to me before. Yeah. Yeah. But I believe that these end times that we're in, he's going to meet us like that. Yeah. He's going to meet people right. like that. Yeah. Father prepared the way for you. I mean, he just, did. That's he awesome. did. And then the chief encouraged all the people of the community mm -hmm. to come to our service. He showed up at our service. And in 16 days, we planted a church in that community. <laughs> I mean, he, he literally, he, he rolled out the red carpet. Yeah, he really he, had. They were ready. Yep. Holy that, Spirit goes wow. before us. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to just serve as a witness to that dream. You do. Yeah. You do. Wonderful. Yeah. And I think it's true. It's not only for us missionaries. I mean, God could have put in a dream the night before in the, in the mind, in the dream of your checkout clerk, of mm -hmm. your waitress. Yeah. That's I mean, right. You right here in Albemarle, North Carolina, or Utah, or Colorado, Tennessee, Delaware, Wherever, right. 
Jesus is meeting people in dreams and visions today. Yes. And we need to not discount that. Yes. And we need to realize that we, the white ones, the black ones, the yellow ones, the purple ones, all of us, we could be that face that yes. they saw in that dream. Yeah. That's right. And they That's are right. waiting for us to open up our mouths and to speak the gospel message. Yeah. yeah. I love something you said in week one, and I quoted it, um, stole your quote. I gave you credit there. That's fine. But you said... Um, <laughs> You said, God told you, if you just show up, you just show I'll up. do the rest. I'll do the rest. And we've got to remember yeah. the same thing for us. If mm -hmm. we just show up, don't ask questions. It took, most places we go, doesn't take six days by boat right. to get there, you know. Um, but if we just show up, yeah. just be faithful to what God puts on your heart. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you're qualified. David wasn't qualified, but None God qualified right. him. You know, and it's a great thing. It's sort of like your story with Jose. He doesn't take the ones that seem perfect and to have it all together because that would, the glory would go to the person. Mm -hmm. Well, of course they would do it. They're the perfect one to do it. Right. But when God takes the ones that don't look like they have it all yeah. together, he can get the glory. Mm -hmm. So we just have to show up. Yeah. And let God do the rest. Mm -hmm. That's a wonder. I love these stories. And be yeah. faithful in the little yes. things. Just be faithful with what we have, as you yes. talked about, Pastor. Being faithful with the little things that we have and watching yeah. Him multiply it. Yeah. Watching Him grow it. Yeah. yeah. Amen. And He does. And that, you know, I think one of the things today that we really need in our lives, particularly here in America, is um, you read it all throughout the Word is a boldness, mm. a courageousness, mm -hmm. um, just being bold for God, stepping out in the confidence of who He is. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I by myself, you know, you by yourself, you by yourself. We might, we can't get it done. Yeah. But when we have a big brother in Jesus, mm -hmm. when we have Lord and Savior, mm -hmm. when we have Father God, when we have Holy Spirit going with us, all of a sudden, we're not alone, and we are we are carrying something with yeah. us that's bigger than this world. Mm -hmm. You know, greater is He who's in us than He that's in the world. And so we need to walk in that confidence. Mm -hmm. We need to walk in that boldness. He's real. He wants to do real things, and He wants to do great big things in your life yeah, as well, yeah. just like us, just like Jungle Jen. And yeah. so, what are some of those great big things? Just real brief, like what are some of those things that He's done? Uh, and just a few of those things. Definitely signs, wonders, and miracles. Yeah. Things that we couldn't do on our own that take that supernatural boldness and power. Yeah. Salvation alone. I mean, getting to see hundreds of people in the Amazon come to know Jesus as yeah. Lord of their life and getting to watch that demeanor change, getting to watch that fruit. Yeah. I mean, that's nothing we could do in our own power. Right. That takes Father, yes. Son, and Holy Spirit yeah. to Amen. make that happen. Yes. But yet we get to be His mouthpiece. We get to be his yeah. hands yes. and his feet and yes. his embracing arms for these people in no way to condemn anyone, but just to love them to Jesus. Yeah. Amen. We get to see all kinds of um, miracles. Maybe multiplication of food is one. We get to That's see awesome. healings. We get to see him show up in dreams and visions as I spoke of before. But something that I've really learned is we have to let God be God. Yeah. yeah. If we're going to be bold and courageous, as we should be, and depend on Him, we have to let Him be Him. Yes. We can't all of a sudden, when we don't see something take place the way we think it should, back out right. or become dependent upon ourselves. We can't do that. Right. I right. remember an incident where we had a team and I had gone into a community. 
We are seeing signs, wonders, and miracles, healings left and right. Everybody that we touched and prayed for in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Backs healed, knees healed, a leg that had been short that grew out. We saw all kinds of headaches being gone, scoliosis healed, incredible things. Malaria, that we see a lot. Yeah. Malaria being healed, fevers Glory gone. And then a man from another community showed up a couple days later. And he said, I heard that there's a white one here healing people. <laughs> and I said, well, I believe you've come to the right place, but we need to be clear about who is healing these yeah. people. <laughs> it is Jesus Christ. Can yeah. I share Jesus with you? Yeah. Amen. And so I got to share the word of God with him. I got to lead him to Christ. Yeah. And I said, is there something in your body that you need healing from? And he pointed down to his knee, which was very swollen and looked all messed up. Mm. And he explained the accident that he had had that caused his knee to be like that. And I said, well, team, let's go for it. Let's pray. So we get out our anointing oil. We anoint him in the name of Jesus, giving all glory to God. We claim you healed in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Knee, we command you to be healed right now. Nothing happened. Yep. Absolutely nothing. All right, team, we're going to go after this again. <laughs> so we laid our hands on him. I get down on my hands and knees. I've got my hands on his knee. Thank you, Jesus, that you took all of this to the cross. No more pain, no more suffering. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And in heaven, there are no messed up knees. That's right. Knee, yes. we command you to be healed in the name of Jesus. Nothing. We went after it a third time. I mean, we were persistent. Like We, we had seen all these miracles and these healings. Yeah. But after the third time, still nothing. And that blessed man, he said, well, thank you. Thank you for trying. Thank you for praying. Yeah. I appreciate it, and thank you for my Bible. And he said, if your team's ever around in my community, I'd love to have you come there sometime. And I thought, well, that was mighty gracious. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what looked like to me a failure, I'll be honest. Right. It really did. Yeah. yeah. But I just had to say, God, you are God. So thank yeah. you for the opportunity we get to go. Amen. So I said, sure, sir, where is your community? That way. <laughs> um, okay, to the right. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, you want to give us a little more clue? A half a day, a day, three days? No, that way. Oh, okay. All right. So a few months later, a team decides that we're going to go that way. And we're just going <laughs> to let Holy Spirit lead us to him. And Holy Spirit was so faithful. Amen. We arrived in his community. We got off the canoes, went in, and that man came running down to us. <laughs> he was thrilled to see us. So we got Aww. to talking with him. He was giving praise to God that we came. And I said, and sir, how's your knee? And like, it was obvious. Like, yeah. I was the dumb one. He goes, well, of course, as soon as I got back here, it was healed. <laughs> and course. I said, it's fine. Like, uh, forgive yeah. me for my lack of faith, yeah. right? Yeah. And he said, of course it's healed. And he started moving it all around, and it looked completely healed. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's awesome. And I went to the Lord later, and I said, thank you for healing yeah. him, but yeah. why didn't you do it at the obvious point? Yeah. yeah. And the Lord said to me, had I done it in that other community, the honeymoon phase of that healing would have worn off by the time he got yeah. to his people group. Yeah. Now that he's back in his people group, and his knee was healed, he then ran around and told everyone else about it. And now That's they awesome. are ready to listen to what Amen. you have to say. Amen. Praise God. And sure enough, we held a service that night, and we yeah. have a church plant there now. <laughs> Praise <laughs> God. His that, timing is just, perfect. Yeah, it is. it is. And that's just simple trust in the Lord. Yeah. You know, yep. 
I, I know that a lot of people that may be watching, maybe you've experienced the power of God, maybe a lot of you have not experienced the power of God, uh, but there's a scripture in Mark that says those that believe when they lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. Yeah. And so when you pray like that for healing or whatever it is, you, you have to understand this, that at that moment, whether you see something or not, we're believing to see something. When we pray, we're believing to see it right yeah. then. We're believing for immediate. But even if we don't see immediate, we have to know that the power of God is released right yeah. then at that moment. Yeah. And just because you don't see it in the physical does not mean that you haven't received it in the spiritual and that healing is going to work. And that's exactly what you saw with that man. Healing was released yeah. and he gets back there and recovery came. The mm -hmm. recovery started at your prayer and then it manifested it and that's the way it is so many times what we see is this we see people pray and then they don't look at their bible they don't look at this as being truth mm -hmm. they look at their knee mm -hmm. you know in that situation right. say tell me if god's word is true or not by looking at it and checking the fruit there no that's not where you check you check it right here. Right. You say, the Lord is true. God is true. Let every man be a liar, including my knee. If That's my right. knee is not lined up yet, then it's going to be mm -hmm. because God is true. And when you believe like that, the simplicity of that childlike faith, we see the power of God released all the time. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what I love about this is the fact that you are seeing God move mm -hmm. in the same character and nature that we're seeing God move here in America. Yeah. And if we will just trust God, He's the same God everywhere, all throughout the universe, all over the earth. He loves you. Mm -hmm. He wants to be a part of your life. He wants to connect with you. Mm -hmm. And just like He wants to connect with those communities down in the Amazon, that's awesome. Yeah. So, Lord, He's so faithful. He I is. just love it. Yeah, and so. Hebrews says that He is the same yesterday, today, yes. and forever. Amen. And so when we start to doubt, we just need to go to scripture. We need to go yes. to those verses and declare them out. I yes. am such an advocate of speak it out because yes. you can never stop a thought with another thought. Mm -hmm. right. Your thoughts are always going to race. But as soon as you speak it out, yes. the thoughts have to stop. Yes. And so when I start to have those negative, doubting, unfaithful thoughts, I begin to bring out the scriptures Glory that I've memorized or I yes. pick up a Bible and start to speak them out mm -hmm. yes. and instantly my mind has to stop thinking Amen. because I begin to speak. That's Amen. awesome. That's so good. Yeah. And that, of course, that's the word. You it know, is. It's, it's in Romans 10, 9 and 10. It's mm -hmm. in Mark 11. It's in Proverbs 18. All of that, what you're saying, talking about confession. And yeah. we will eat the fruit of our lips. And when, when what we know and believe on Christ is in our hearts and we speak out of our hearts, mm -hmm. that belief it produces and those mountains are moved and cast yeah. into the sea. That's... Um, so we've, we've got about six minutes left, right? So tell me, I guess you're going to have to be quick. Okay. <laughs> what, what's, what's the Lord been talking to you about? What do you think mm. He's doing right now and wants yeah. to do? I believe that there is a shift, a spiritual atmosphere yeah. shift that mm. has recently taken place. Yes. yes. Um, I've heard many prophetic words about it and then got to experience something on August, last day of August, yes. just a couple of weeks ago, where I had an open vision. I was awake, but He just took me to heaven and I got to see a black fence that opened 
it didn't open like a swinging gate fence. It yeah. broke open. Yeah. And when I asked him about it, I said, what was that break? Because I felt a spiritual shift in the atmosphere. Yes. He then showed me a waterfall. And that waterfall I knew was his favor and his blessing. Yes. And I said, great, so it's flowing again. I get to see this in my life and in other people's lives. Yes. And he spoke so clearly and he said, no longer can my people take my favor and my blessings for granted. Yeah. They have to intentionally walk in them. Yeah. And so, of course, well, I mean, I want his favor and his blessings, don't you? Yes. Right? I'm like, okay, what does it mean to intentionally yeah. walk in it? Because I'll do it. Right. Just tell me what to do. Yeah. And he said, you have to trade your fear for faith you have to trade your doubts for trust, and yes. you have to trade your thoughts of burdens for thoughts of blessings. Yes. Now, repeat those. Yes. One more time. You have to trade your fear for faith. Mm -hmm. You have to trade your doubts for trust, and you have to trade your thoughts of burdens for thoughts of blessings. Amen. Now, I know a lot of scriptures about fear and faith. Right. I know a lot of scriptures about trusting in the Lord with all my heart. Yeah. Right. One and two, I understood. Doesn't mean I'm perfect at it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I understood what he was saying. But the third one was new for me. Yeah. So I said, all right, what, what do you mean, Father? What do you mean trading thoughts of burdens for thoughts of blessings? Yeah, so good. He took me instantly to my imagination. And I don't know about you, but for me, it's so true that I'll receive some bad news or I'll think about some bad news and then all of a sudden I let my imagination go right. and I let it run wild in a negative way. Right. Right. I didn't even realize that I had been doing that but maybe I would get some news about a financial struggle and instantly yeah. I think I'm gonna have to stop the ministry I'm not gonna be able to take this trip I'm not gonna be able to bless this ministry with finances like we yeah. usually do I'm gonna have to quit this I'm gonna have to get a new job, you know, all those negative emotions and yeah. negative imaginations, right. negative daydreams. And he said, you have to stop that and think of thoughts of blessings. Mm -hmm. yes. So negative news comes, let's use finances. Yeah. Wow, that's a huge bill. Good thing you're a huge God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to get to see a huge that's miracle right. come yes. because of this. And not only is the blessing going to cover this bill, it's going to also be so big, I'm going to get to bless at least two other ministries. Amen. Yes. I'm going to get to finance this thing for my ministry, and I'm going to get, and letting my thoughts and imaginations yes. go to blessing. Yes. yes. Let me tell you, the last couple of weeks that I've been walking in this, just the prosperity, yeah. the glory, and it's all Him. Yeah. It couldn't yeah. be me at all. Yeah. It's all right. Him. Because I'm intentionally walking in those three things. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Yeah. Yeah. Philippians four, and it talks about you know anything. It wraps up every. You dwell on these things, right? And he wraps it all up yes. with the last one in verse eight, and he says anything that's worthy of praise. That's right. And so, Think in other words, if it's things. not worthy of praise. Right. If it's not a blessing, if it's not worthy of praise, then we shouldn't think on Push that. Push it that, to the side. Let it go. We've experienced that too. And I agree. I, I saw the video you did on the on that shift. And um, one of the things that's come up to us is earlier in this year, you know, we've seen, we've, we've really had some challenges in ministry. This year has been different. Yeah. And there has been a shift, and we feel, mm -hmm. I believe we've felt it in the last yeah. few weeks as well, like mm -hmm. pick up. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but one of the things that's happened is he said at the beginning of this year, he said, I want you uh, to stop thinking. You know, sometimes we get a phone call, and it's like, hey, I need to tell you something. And immediately oh, our mind dread. will go, 
Great. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to tell me something. Just tell me right now. Don't put it <laughs> off. Just, you know, don't let me, don't, I don't want time for my imagination to go with it. Exactly right. what you're yeah. talking about. But the Lord said this at the beginning of the year. He said, I want you to see ministry as fun. Yeah. Right? Yes. See ministry as fun. And I said, okay. And I realized we hadn't been doing that. Not we have been doing it some, maybe more than most, but not the way we knew that we should be. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we said, ministry is fun, you know, and we just accepted that. Yeah. I'm telling you, within a week, everything looked different. Mm -hmm. It just looked mm -hmm. different. It was fun. We were having a good time, and it's been such a blast. And it all came back to what were we dwelling on? Yeah, what were right. we thinking on? And so, anyway, we have just a, a minute left. Yes. So would you <laughs> like to... I, I, I'll just, I'll wrap it up. So we, we thank you so much for being yeah, here. And uh, we just, I hope that y'all have appreciated having Jungle Jim here on Connection with us. And uh, you can reach her ministry by going to standoutministries.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can watch this episode and the two uh, previous to this at connectionshow.org. You can listen to those again. We just want you to connect with Jesus. This Jesus that we're talking about, the King of Kings, yeah. the Lord of Lords. He holds the name above every name. He wants to connect with you. And I'm telling you, He does not love us more than He okay. loves you. So right now, just pray this with me. Just say, Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. You are the director of my life. You call the shots and I am obedient. I believe you died for me. I believe God brought you back to life and raised you up. And when he raised you, Jesus, he raised me up too. And now I'm seated in heavenly places with him. Holy Spirit, fill me and strengthen me every day in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We love you. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.